Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. I'm a piano vibes on Soho. I am Fifi the DJ. <laughs> and this one is big. I can't wait to play this one in the clubs. Vocalistic aka Maradona from South Africa with Gupta featuring Mr. Jazik. Lady Do Mellow and Sleazy. So I caught up with a Nigerian female sensation superstar the other day. Shay Shay. In case you're wondering who she is, I'm going to play you one of her biggest tracks featuring Pat Rankin. And Shady And the interview will follow up How are you today man? I am feeling very positive My video is dropping at 4pm I've been looking out for that video actually was a smash last night Yeah, everybody's been looking out for the video So it was supposed to be dropped on Friday night and um, you know how it is now. Uh, too much uh, nudity, too much sexual... Really? Content. Well, it's not really, but based on, you know, um, where we are trying to um, promote it to, right? Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it's a bit too much for certain territories. And we don't want to run... We didn't want to run the risk of limiting the potential of the views. Mm-hmm. So we had to make some quick changes. So that's a, that's like that's an inside scoop there. All oh, right. I mean, so it's, been re- it's been recording already. So what what a way to start the interview. The thing is, it's actually well, yeah. So the video is actually already out right now on uh, yeah. Apple, uh, on yeah. iTunes and Apple Music. Obviously, those ones they don't care about whatever pants is showing. But YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> but YouTube are funny like that. So if you want to, if you really want to watch the video, it's actually out on iTunes right now. All right. I mean, um, yeah, like I said before, what a way to start the interview because I literally just hit record. Um, obviously, this is by a Zoom. So um, it's the Anthology Show, myself, DJ Fifi, and I've got Shay Shay on the show today. And um, we was actually meant to sit down about two years ago in LA about this catch up. And we're right. here now. And, we're um, here now. Well, gonna... I mean, from LA to London to Lagos. It's all good. I mean, for, for the people that listen, what we were talking about is her uh, latest single for the uh, the video for her latest single, um, Pempe, and which we're going to get to um, in a minute. But before that, we need some, you know, for the f- people that's listened that's never heard of Shay Shay, um, they need a little scoop, you know, a little insight on who um, Shay Shay is. So um, for the people listening, um, give them a quick brief on who Shay Shay is. 
I'm a British-born, based in Nigeria, singer, songwriter, actress. I've won several awards for the three of those, uh, or at least nominated for the three of those, those things. Um, I've been singing since I was, I've been singing since I was a child, but I think my first professional gig was when I was about uh, 15, um, when I went on tour with my school gospel choir, who later evolved or actually no, where I was recruited from to join a gospel choir called the London Community Gospel Choir, LCGC. They were quite big back then. And they used to do these um, Christmas gigs in Japan every year. And I was recruited from my school choir into LCGC. And then we did this 13 city tour in Japan. That's my first paid music gig. And um, I came back, obviously, knowing clearly exactly what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And, um, and from then I progressed on to working with a producer called Harmony Samuels, who is a multi-time Grammy Award winning producer. Hey, yeah, um, he, he, he's been my best, actually we've been best friends since we were nine, but we only started really working since I was nine, he was probably about 13. And then we um, progressed into making music when I was about 14, 15. Um, and then we recorded several songs together. I got signed by my, uh, by George, Sir George Martin, um, on a production deal. So George Martin, for those of you that don't know, is um, or is kind of referred to as the fifth Beatle. So he was the Beatles producer, the music producer. And so he and his son signed me up um, and made some music. And from there, I wrote some songs for Mel C from the Spice Girls. Myself and Harmony wrote some stuff for Chipmunk and um, Dirty Money and so on and so forth. And it kind of just evolved from there. Um, but then my singing was taking like, a bit of a back burner until I joined a girl band called From Above. And From Above was a five-piece British girl band that got picked up, signed up and flown to Houston by Matthew Knowles, who we know as Beyonce's father, who managed us for three years. And under him, I was, I was opportune to go on tour with Beyonce and open her shows. Um, and, and her 2010, 2011 I Am tour. And that was incredible. Um, the group starred in their own reality show called Breaking From Above, which is syndicated to 166 countries across the world, um, on MTV and Nickelodeon. And that's kind of where most people in, around the world, small, small chunks of people, kind of started to know who Shay Shay was. And then when the band disbanded, I moved to Lagos, Nigeria and became Shady Shade solo artist, where I was taken under the wing of Flytime uh, Music, um, who are one of the biggest promoters in Nigeria. And I started doing shows with people like Wizkid, Davido, um, and I would support people like Chris Brown, Rick Ross, and those people when they came over, Lauren Hill, when they came up to Nigeria to do um, concerts. And that's how my name started getting out there in Nigeria and in Africa. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I, I joined up with Harmony again to make my first album, which is Shea or Shea. And he did a couple of records on that album and executive produced a whole lot. And um, I haven't released an album since 20, um, since 2015. Um, quickly, I wanna, what I want to touch on is, um, you say when you were young, you toured um, 13 cities, right, in Japan. Did you learn yeah. any Japanese? Um, wa. And um, everyone knows that. I, I everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. And there's another one that I, I forgot now. Um, ha, I, arigato gozaimasu. Arigato. Thank you very much. What, and, how do you repeat it again? Uh, uh, what? 
Arigato gozaimasu. Thank you. Arigato. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not going to try to repeat that before I get it wrong. But. <laughs> yeah. So, but that was many, many years ago. So I, I really can't remember much. And yeah. I remember having a really awful time as I was out there. I was young. Um, everybody was older than me. The food was yeah. like so hard for me to eat. Um, everything was small. Couldn't really buy any, any, couldn't buy any shopping. Couldn't buy any shoes. They didn't have my size. I ended up eating McDonald's for the three weeks that I was out there, almost every day, McDonald's and fruit. Um, you said you got paid your first paid gig. Yeah. Um, do you remember what you used that money for? Nonsense. I gave my mum £1,000. I used the rest time. £7,000. As a teenager? Each. Yeah, £7,000. I used it, I, I did nonsense with it. I can't even lie. Wow. So obviously you was um you was born in born in London Tottenham 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 London Enfield actually I was born in Enfield at the North Middlesex Hospital but I grew up in Tottenham with uh, Adele and all of those lot them lot so it was very uh, an interesting it was an interesting um it was an interesting upbringing my area was buzzing full of stars wow. in the making that's crazy that's crazy so now you you had the whole um got managed by Matthew Knowles done the whole TV stuff and now you've gone to Nigeria so before you actually went to Nigeria you had already had big achievements like songwriting for for video games um, soundtracks Mercy Spice Girls and um, when you went what was the transition like what were some of the biggest challenges you faced in Nigeria Nigeria? because mind you you was I would say one of the one of the three one of the three that kind of like came around that era, you, Yemi, and Tiwa, that kind of like crossed over at that time. And that's funnily about enough, 10 years ago. I, I, funnily enough, I never knew Yemi Alade at all. I never heard of her. Um, mm. I heard of Tiwa, but Tiwa was out in Nigeria about three years or more before I actually got mm-hmm. it. So it was almost like I saw, a lot of people were like, oh, you know, the new Tiwa has come, the new Tiwa has come. That's where that whole started, that whole thing started. She was already there doing her thing with the other ladies. But Yemi has, Yemi apparently, I, I mean, when I did when I did ask, Yemi had been there even before all of us. You understand? She was doing the, the circuit. She was doing that whole thing. So um, I kind of came probably last. <laughs> And you've been around, I mean, so yeah, like I said, obviously the back then it was such a male dominated industry. What are some, some of the challenges you, you faced and what you did to overcome those challenges? Well, being compared to TY a lot, obviously, because I had I come yeah. after, and then that, and that was a bit of a challenge. It was quite annoying, um, but thank God she took me um, with open arms um, and that kind of squashed that for a little while. Um, obviously, then it was also being a female in a male-dominated industry in a very male-dominated country. Mm-hmm. Um, that was also a little bit difficult. But thank God, I had the right people around me. Sam Sultan is, is was and will forever be a mentor of mine, and he's a legend out in Nigeria, and he's highly respected. So I mean, um, him him kind of covering me and protecting me. Him and Two Face, I should say, because Two Face mm-hmm. you know, and Two Face are best friends, and they both really protected me um and, and then cecil hammond who owns flight time i mentioned to you flight time was is one of the biggest promoters in nigeria they are the ones that hold the rhythm unplugged concert every year at the end of the year which is the biggest concert in in nigeria if not africa um and so i was signed to cecil so it, i had protection 
you know, I had protection. So it wasn't really that hard for me to transition. That's dope, man. I mean, I've, I've met you, you're very kind of like, obviously you came from like the R&B era. Very um, R&B yeah. era. So your sound is very Afro, like R&B infused, like with the whole Afro and stuff. And I've, I met you in the studio two years ago um, with Santos Sonics and I've kind of like seen your, uh, your, your creative process. Can you just, can you kind of like explain to people what, how Shay Shay is in the studio? Do you go with? Do you go to the studio with a song written, or do you hear the beat before you write? I'll give you four examples right now, which is probably one of my biggest songs based on popularity, physical popularity in Africa, especially. Um, that's record. The music was already made, and I was in LA, and um, myself and my dear friend Harmony decided to have a couple of sessions. And I walked in and I heard the beat and it reminded me of this kind of stuff that me and him used to make when we were teenagers. And I was like, bruh, I need to get on that. And he was like, yeah, I made it for you anyway. So he left the studio and just left it on loop. And I got in there. He left it, he left it on loop, excuse me. And I just got in the booth and started to record myself with demos. And I was just basically, you know, miming, miming to the melody that I already had. And it was, I was just pouring it out, pouring it out. Of course, some of the lyrics were already coming out. Yeah. But um, I recorded the melody that was first and foremost. And then after that, he came in and was like, yeah, that's awesome. And then we called in other writers who helped us finish off the actual words, the lyrics. Um, and then with um, Give Me Love, it was pretty much the same thing. I was in Atlanta. And that's the song that features Tiana Taylor. Yeah. I was in Atlanta. And um, run uh, SARS. I flew SARS in from Lagos because I really wanted someone from Nigeria to be with me, like a producer. Um, and SARS is one of my favorite producers. And I was like, bro, can you come? And he was like, yeah, why not? He came, spent four or five days out there and we did a few records and Give Me Love, same thing. He put it on loop and it was a very skeletal backing track at the time. And I just kept on singing, Give Me Love. And then I just started doing And I just kept on doing that. And then we called in again. We called in some writers to help us finish, finish off the lyrics. Um, I think Tigo, Tigo is a fantastic writer in Atlanta. He helped us finish and write that. Called in H Money. H Money came in and we did a record, which is, which actually is, we did that record is now for a superstar artist who she'll be re she'll be releasing this song in a few weeks actually. So my songwriting game is still is still there. And then for Yolo Yolo, I um I produced I co-produced that because there weren't there wasn't any trumpet lines in there mm -hmm. initially. So I helped I made um DJ Kublon put in the metronome, but I took, made it turn the metronome into a shaker, right? So it could be more salsa-ish, right? And then I, I sang the trumpet line. So, you know, and I was like, can you play that in, can you play that in trumpet sound? So that's, that's co-production, right? So that's part production. So, so it just really depends. But the song for Yolo Yolo was already written. It was the production that I really wanted to be more authentic salsa um, sounding. And, and so that's, it's just like, it variates the way I write. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of my favorite songs of you is uh, Murder, featuring Murder. The Lion King. How did that song come about? Um, rest in peace, um, Dr. Frabs. He produced that record. He died in New York uh, a few months ago. He was shot 
Um, and um, I remember a couple months before that, he actually reached out to me just to find out how I'm doing and, and stuff. And Dr. Frabs was like a, is like, he was like a hermit, right? So he only came out of his shell to make music for people when he felt it, which is why I felt very honored that he did that for me. And it also turned out to be one of my biggest records ever. And that record was made and, well, not made, but it was really, because should I say made? We were in WizKid's house. We were in WizKid's kid's house. Me, Frabs, Shady, Wiz, Legendary Beats. We were just there because we all just used to roll together. And um, I heard the beat playing in one of the rooms and I was walking around the corridors like, oh, who's making this? And Wiz has so many rooms in that house. And I, I would open this room and there'd be this team making music. And I'd open the other room, there'd be this team making music. And then I'd go in the other room and Wiz would be with Legendary. And I'd be like, oh my God, who am I going to work with? So I opened the door and Fraps was in there. And he was like, yeah, this record's for you. Boom. I thought, and I was like, yo, 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 I went to Wiz. Actually, Shady was supposed to be Wiz. But then Shady ended up writing the hook. He said, you're a murder. And with, with uh, Shady ended up singing it, um, and then Patarankin was the last ingredient. Whose idea was it to put Pato, Patarankin on it? Um, I think my management at the time, JM Films. Um, they were my management at the time, and they were like, "Yo, you like Patarankin? He just sang the song Alubarika," and I was like, "Yeah, I love him. He's great." We sent it to him. He heard it. He rushed down to the studio, and he recorded it. It just it just happened very naturally. It were like JJC was in the studio then, my management, like everybody was in the studio. Pataranki came and Dr. Frabs and Pataranki just literally freestyled. That whole verse was freestyled. That's like almost like that. seven years ago. Exactly. Crazy. I mean, you've you, you've had like so you've got like very interesting collaborations. Obviously, you just mentioned Tiana Taylor, um, like the one I just said, uh, Pataranki and Shady. And then that brings us to your one with music. Kid, the one with, um, and now Yemiela. Like, I, I feature and I sing with people that I really like. I don't necessarily feature them because of numbers or popularity, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, has, which may have been my, which may have been a mistake, but I mean, that's just how I've done it, right? So. Yeah, because when you featured Pat Rankin, he wasn't that huge at that time. No, at all. Yeah, at all. I just really like him and it's what he brought to Afrobeat. Yeah, I mean, to, so yeah, it brings us to your your new single. What's the meaning of Pempe? So Pempe comes from a Yoruba word, which is a Pepe Rimpe, which is colloquial for hot girl, spicy okay. girl, uh-uh. fine girl. Hot tatashi. Hot tatashi. Atarudu. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right. So all of the above, yeah. All right. So you just shooting for Pepe Rimpe. We just, we just decided to make it pay. So Kelpie produced it. And when they were typing the name in the, obviously when you need to save a file, right? Mm-hmm. You have to type in something. Yeah, so I think he just put Pempe. Um, and obviously that's what we're singing. So he, he didn't know that it was actually supposed to be Pepe, right? But he put Pempe. And um, we didn't want to call it Pepe Rempe because that, was too, that would have been too long, I think. Yeah. And we just left it as that. We didn't change the file name. Folding in, it may have been called something else if we if we thought about it more, but we didn't. So interesting. I mean, I like I like the vibes on this. Is a it's 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 like something very new that we haven't heard it's from. Very fresh sound. Very yeah. shady, shady form. Yeah, 
yeah, I think Kelsey yeah, I mean, is known for that kind of groove, that kind of that kind of vibe. So it 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 really what I did on it really just had to kind of marry. Yeah, yeah, and um, that brings us to the, the the video as well. I was talking about at the beginning of the of the interview. So you said it drops today. I mean yeah, today. 4 p.m. I mean, I, I saw a little snippet of the video, like a little, like a little thing. That's what I've, I've been going back on in um, YouTube to check if if it's right. up or not. What inspired the concept for the video? Janet Jackson and Missy Elliott. Um, what's that song? When they were cleaning the car park, and they were about to bust that, that boy's head wide open, pretty much. Um, Clarence Peters shot it when he spoke about the concept i was like that's it that's it because what we're saying in the song is yo guys stop talking s-h-i-t you didn't smash me you just took a picture no you don't know me stop talking trash trolls on 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 twitter and instagram it's not my fault i'm a hot girl stop talking trash i'm just doing my thing and what better person to um do such a collaboration with than yemi alade who has first handedly um, been a victim of um, social media hate. Yeah, yeah. So, I think then, all of us have, all the females especially, the males have too, but when it comes to the females, oh, and it becomes very nasty and, and very, it's always about sexuality and sex and, and it's just like, you know, it doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, I mean, um, on your on your Instagram as well, you posted and you, you posted, is it a picture or a cover of the song? And you captioned it as, um, Basically, you were saying that people think that females don't come together to support each other in the industry, and Yemi has you and Yemi has kind of like proven. Do you, do you think that it's a it's an issue in, in in our industry, in the Afrobeat industry, that females don't come together to support? It was until this collaboration that me and Yemi did, I believe. All right. I mean, I, I can't wait to see the video. It's a very it's a very confident mm. statement to make, but I, I guarantee you now that. If um, females now don't come together more, it will be very shameful based on what me and Yemi Alade have just done. You know, I'm not saying that nobody, other females have not collaborated together before. I've got a song with Kapi, I've got a song with Vanessa MD, I've got songs with Niniola, I've got a song with Simi. So I do that and I've been doing that, you know. Um, it's, but I'm saying that, like, based on how huge Yemi Alade is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that, I feel like a lot of people would feel like, yeah, well, you know, she'd probably try and go and feature with a Beyonce or something, which she has mm-hmm. as well, by the way. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, it's not really about that. It's about bringing with other women up, pulling mm-hmm. other women up and not mm-hmm. breaking them down, which women yeah. have been doing for too long, for long enough. Because it's not their fault. It's not our fault either, right? There's not yeah. so much space made for us in any industry. We always have to fight for everything we want. Whether it's man or whether it's position in co- in a company or whether it's a single or whether it's a poster on a billboard or whether it's a role in a movie, we always got to fight five, 10 times harder. And I've never really understood it. But what made sense to me was that if there were more women in positions of power and influence that were bringing other women in, that problem would slowly be eradicated. Now, what now happens when there's all these women at the top and they're all together, catfight, but at the same time, I feel like if these women are good at what it is they're being brought in to do, 
Mm -hmm. We will all work harmoniously and the dish will be better and we will strive and we will do much more. And everyone's going to eat and there's enough at the top for everybody to eat. All right, so you've, you've touched on a very, I mean, this is a very interesting issue in the in the Afrobeat scene. And um, on my show here, on the Afrology show, there's actually no filter when I'm talking to artists. So I'm going to touch on this. You said you've had songs with Yemi. Obviously, you just had a song with Yemi. You've got a song with Simi, Copy. When are we going to hear Shay Shay and Tiwa? I, I have no idea. <laughs> it's funny you say that because, um, you know, <laughs> it's funny you should say that. But, hey, look, I have no idea. I feel like when the time is right is probably the best answer. And when is the time right? When two people are ready to do it together. That's what I was saying. This is a very touchy one. I'm actually feeling the tension. You are? No tension. I'm feeling not tension. I don't you see sure? the thing. Is, I've done features with enough females, including Tiana Taylor. Um, another song, like I said, is a global superstar who's reigned for forever. Is about to release one of my songs. I don't. I don't personally feel like I'm missing anything, <laughs> be it French feature or full. So I, I'm very happy with what God has blessed me with. I'm very content. I don't feel I'm not an insecure person. And I know a lot of people knock me for being confident. And some people don't like to see the confidence in me because they feel like it's pride or whatever. But it's not. It's just I'm very I'm very prayerful. And I tend to get what I pray for. And I feel like my time has come. And I'm very, very okay with waiting my turn, you know. And so I, I don't feel like I'm missing anything, honestly. There's no tension anywhere. You know, I love all the females in this industry, especially the ones that have fought. Yeah their ass off, do you understand, for what that, they are enjoying right yeah. now. I love them with my heart and they love me and we are real with each other. Even the ones that I'm not talking to is real as well. So I don't really, you know, I don't really want to touch too much on that topic because I can't speak for her, but I can speak for myself. You know, I respect her so much and genuinely, I really love her. I think she's just an amazing, amazing artist. Yeah, well, I mean, it will be, it will be very great to see that. Like I said before, you've been in this game for over a decade and you, Yemi, and Tiwa are three of the female artists that are still around. So I'm sure not just me, um, I mean, the listeners, the fans, everyone would like to see that happen. And um, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that quickly because I'm sure there are a lot of people that want to know when Tiwa and Shay Shay yeah. But um, what should we expect from Shay Shay for the rest of the year? I have a very Afro R&B um, body of work that's about to drop for summer um, consists of 12, 12 songs and it's called Big Girl and uh, it just Big Girl is pretty much the the consensus the whole consensus of the whole thing you know I'm, I'm a big girl now I've grown up now I'm no longer a baby baby doing all those smally things you know I'm a big girl coming to my own you know I'm a woman now and I think that people need to you know hear more real from me lyrically as well like you know kind of like what Pempe has has kind of done and um but this time the sound is is, is more in my element more where I'm from which is the R&B background but we just kind of made sure that you know Afrobeat soul you know that trap soul type vibe is, is it, yeah. it was yeah. the, the 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 base and the foundation of this project. So when you hear it, you will understand. You know. So just you wait on it. June, June is coming. Uh, I'm not sure. I think June 15th, but 
let's see first because you know Pimpe still needs some love right so let's 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 push that and let's get all our people to just support that and then we'll okay. see is, is Pimpe gonna I'll be also the... in London at the end of the year in October uh, uh performing in Bristol London and um oh my god I forgot the thing anyway the promo will start soon but Bristol London and uh, is it Edinburgh or one of those funny areas Edinburgh Edinburgh yeah. Scotland yeah Scotland yeah yeah, I think so. So I've got I've got free free shows um, already, and like I don't yeah. So um, promo will start for that soon. So um, where can people catch you on social media? What's your handle? I, I am Sheyushe. I am S E Y I S H A Y. So can you introduce your new single, Pempe? All right, guys. Um, it's been great talking to Fifi, my main man. I have a new record. Produced by Kel P, featuring Yemi Alade. This song is called Pempe. Enjoy. It's Kel P vibes. Pempe, 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 Pempe,